changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Tuesday and it's spring cleaning time. But instead of talking about cleaning your closets or your garage or your desk, let's talk about cleaning something else, your life. And by that, I mean the people in your life. I wrote about this in my book, Simply Happy, and I was a little worried that people would think I was mean or selfish or just some kind of nasty person. But instead, here's what has happened. Almost everyone who reads my book talks to me about my chapter about cleaning the toxic people from your life. That chapter seems to be on everyone's top five list of helpful chapters. The chapter was titled Friend or Frenemy, and the subtitle was You Have Permission to Remove Toxic People from Your Life. Because you do. You have the right to choose who you include in your life, at least when it comes to friends. Coworkers and relatives, well, that's another thing. The crazy thing was that I didn't even know what the term frenemy meant until I was in my 50s. I was so clueless. In case you are clueless, like I was, the definition of a frenemy is a friend who is actually an enemy or a rival. And a toxic person can be a frenemy or just someone who detracts from your happiness instead of adding to it. I must have had a frenemy or two in the early decades of my life, but I was remarkably imperceptive about it until nine years ago when a close friend started bad-mouthing me behind my back and to my face. Imagine you're sitting with a group of friends and mentioning that you're going to meet your son's girlfriend for the first time, and you hear a supposed friend say, I feel sorry for her. I wouldn't want to have you as my mother-in-law. There were a lot of comments like that, but I kept shrugging them off until I realized that my friend was stressing me out. It wasn't only how she treated me. I was constantly hearing her snide comments about the other women in our little group too. And that was when I finally remembered that term frenemy and realized what it meant. My friend was making me unhappy. And friends are supposed to add value to your life, right? I've never been jealous of a friend. I can't even imagine that. Why would I be? If one of my friends looks fabulous or is extremely successful or is more fit than I am, I just admire her and I find her inspirational. She motivates me to be better. I love having successful, happy, beautiful friends. I think that's why it took me so long to understand the frenemy concept. It hadn't been part of my experience. But once I understood it, I also understood another concept that had eluded me. Toxic people. It was working at Chicken Soup for the Soul that opened my eyes. When you read thousands of stories about friendship and you see the good and the bad, you get a lot smarter. And I also got a lot busier. And when you're super busy, you don't have as much time for friends. So you need to make sure that the few hours a month you can allocate to friends are well spent. So how many friends do you have who don't add value to your life? You might find that you are viewing your get-togethers as obligations instead of relaxing, fun breaks. You might be saying, I have this friend and I have to call her. She's always complaining. I don't like talking to her, but I have to. You don't have to. It's different if it's a family member. If they're family members, you love them and you spend time with them, even if they drive you crazy. But friends are optional. You get to pick and choose. 
The trick is identifying the toxic people in your life before you spend decades being polluted by them. Like me, Noelle Stern, who is one of my favorite Chicken Soup for the Soul writers, didn't realize for a long time that she'd outgrown one friend's negativity. Until she finally paid attention to the nagging feelings she'd get after their monthly lunch dates. Meeting up with her toxic friend actually made Noelle sick. In her story, Time to Say Goodbye, which we published in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Just Us Girls, Noelle says that after one such lunch, she couldn't figure out why she felt so awful until she actually wrote down what happened in their time together, step by step, and saw it in black and white. Her friend had complained about everything, from the traffic that morning, to how the restaurant napkins were folded, to how other friends raised their kids. She lived in what Noelle says was a state of chronic indignation, and everything she saw was cause for anger. After spending time with her, Noelle would absorb the anger and get a headache. This was not a person who was adding value to Noelle's life. In fact, her friend was diminishing her life. So Noelle realized it was time to say goodbye. Now, how do you do that? You can take one of two approaches to the toxic people in your life. One, you can talk to the person and explain what is bothering you and see if you can change the way you interact. Or two, my approach, which is more like the cut your losses approach, you can just start seeing the person less and less until you never see each other at all. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Come back tomorrow for Wow Wednesday when we combine two topics, teachers and military families, in one romantic story about a teacher and a class full of first graders and the kid's pen pal, a handsome soldier. Sounds like a movie, right? In the meantime, if you'd like some more simple tips for getting happier from my Chicken Soup for the Soul book, Simply Happy, you can find it at Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Rite Aid, Books A Million, Amazon, and wherever books are sold. <laughs>